0: Origin of Alexandria is well-known today, but generally not for good reasons. Many people criticize him for reading the Bible allegorically, or for castrating himself, or for holding to less-than-orthodox beliefs. Actually, the thrust of these accusations is incorrect, but that's not what I want to focus on. I want to focus on a part of Origin's story that is less well-known, and it is a story in which he suffered greatly for his faith in Jesus Christ. Origin of Alexandria was born in 184 and died in about 254. So he was part of a church that was transitioning from the time of the apostles and those who knew the disciples of Jesus to a church whose link to the historical Jesus was now effectively cut off from that oral tradition. And really, you could only find Jesus in scripture at this point. Origen's father, Leonides, was a Christian and a martyr for the faith. In other words, Origen's dad stood up for Christ and died for his confession. To make matters worse for Origen's family, the state not only killed his father but took everything that Leonides owned, leaving Origen and his family with nothing. So Origen had to support his family. And Origen encountered persecution. There is one account of persecution in the city of Alexandria, where Origen lived. Now the Christian leaders all fled the city to avoid this persecution, but Origen stayed while a young man at the time, and he taught the Christian faith to those who would listen, and people came to him in droves. When the leaders returned to Alexandria, they found a church in good health and attached to Origen. In short, Origen stayed when no one else would. Origen grew up in an environment where your faith cost something. It could even cost your entire life. And out of this setting, he became a theologian, a biblical commentator, and a textual critic. Eventually, he moved to Caesarea, and he set up a school at that city to rival that of the Tannaitic Jewish school. And uh, this was actually the school that eventually came to shape the Mishnah. So Origen was right down the street from this rival group and he apparently talked with them. In fact, he learned Hebrew from a Jewish person who may have been part of this school. At this point in Origen's life, he already knew suffering. His father died for his faith, his former city suffered persecution, and now he himself was about to suffer personally. But the Romans learned that simply killing Christians didn't stop the faith. The blood of the martyrs was the seed of the church, as Tertullian had said. So the Romans had a different strategy. They didn't want martyrs, but apostates. So when they took origin, they made him suffer. John McGuckin writes, He was tortured with special care, so that he would not die under the stress of pain. He was chained, set in the infamous iron collar, and stretched on the rack, four spaces no less. As Eusebius tells his readers who knew exactly what degree of pain that involved, and how many dislocations of bones and ripping of sinews it brought with it. Yet Origen never caved, not once. He was a man cut out of stone. And when the rack tore his body apart, he continued to confess his faith in Jesus Christ. So he knew suffering in life, but glory in death. After the torturers finally gave up on Origen after months of torturing his old and brittle body, he was 69 years old after all. His body, sometime after this torture, gave out, and he died a confessor for his faith in Jesus Christ. Well, here's the point. It's easy to look back on a man like Origen and just call him an allegorist, out of step with us today. But remember that he suffered for his faith and never gave in. Can you say the same?